This is a Sports for Beginners post-game show production on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. It's a hockey night in your city. It is that time of the year again. It is October, hockey fans. And that means that you can expect some hockey content on the Sports for Beginners podcast. If you're a young hockey fan but you don't know where to go or what to expect when you're at the arena, well, we've got you covered. We'll have some good stuff for you on the podcast. So don't miss Sports for Beginners coming to you live with some great hockey content coming soon. Penguins 2, Ducks 0. Interestingly enough, the Penguins get the sweet taste of revenge on the Ducks after Monday night when they lost 4-3 to three to the Ducks just a few days ago. Interestingly enough, I thought this might have been the same score we saw in the Berg a few days ago. Well, actually, let me rephrase that. Eight days ago. Regardless, let's break it all down right now on Penguins Postgame. You're locked in to Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Sidney Crosby and the Penguins play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Hey, show scars! The bingo game is ready to roll. Welcome to Penguins Post Game. A PPG for PGH! And you'd have to be here to believe it. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. Everybody and welcome to Penguins post game, another night owl edition of the program. What do we have in store for you today? Well, we have the following in store for you today. As always. On any Penguins post game, we will do a shake of the game and tonight's three stars as well. Of course, that is what the introductions will say. Meanwhile, the introduction for the shake of the game doesn't exactly say that. That is coming up in the middle segment here. We're getting into our opening segment right now, but before we do, a big welcome to those of you listening to our program from the unparalleled area known as the country of Japan. Big welcome, big konnichiwa to all of you. 
Hopefully I, I said that right. If I did not, I apologize. So, so let's start out this post game because there's not much to get to in our scoring summary. Let's start out this post game by giving a warm welcome to all of you listening here uh, in Canada, in the United States, the United Kingdom, Mexico, Sweden, Belgium. Algeria, Poland, Solomon Islands, Germany, Brazil, South Africa, and now Japan. Wherever you may be listening to the program from Japan, we we welcome you. We welcome all of you in Virginia and Colorado and Tennessee, Texas, California, Massachusetts, Florida, New York, Pennsylvania. New Jersey, Ohio, Rhode Island, and all of those, including now Nevada. We're in Nevada. We're in Maryland. We're in Maryland. We're in Michigan. We're in Delaware. Welcome, welcome, welcome to all of you. No matter where you are, in what time zone, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you may be on this Wednesday morning on the east side at 10.35 a.m. right now. We have had quite a couple of shows done previously. This is just your to this is just your traditional penguins post game. It's not your uh seasoned penguins post game. That is going to be coming up after the Penguins' final late game of the season, or at least of this three-game road trip, rather, when they take on the Kings, and we'll get into more on that later in the program. But let's not waste any more time here on the opening segment to get to our game breakdown, starting with our game starting lineup. For Mike Sullivan's Penguins, the goaltender would be Tristan Jerry, who would be backed up by number 45, Mangus Halberg, and of course, Jerry's jersey number, number 35. The forwards. For left wing, we have number 59, Jake Gensel. Number 19, Riley Smith. Number 10, Drew O'Connor. Doc. And number 83, Matt Nieto. Right wingers for the Penguins. Number 17, Brian Rust. Number 67, Ricard Raquel. Number 63, Big Z, Redeem Zahorna, straight out of the Czech Republic to the Pittsburgh Penguins. And of course, any other team that Redeem Zahorna had played for in the NHL. And. Uh, Final right winger, number 13, Vinny Hinnestroza. The center 
include captain number 87, Sidney Cros Crosby. Number 71, Ev Evgeny Malkin. Number 20, Lars Eller. And number 55, Noel Achari. On the left side, defensively for Mike Sullivan's Penguins, it would be number 27, Ryan Graves. Number 28, Marcus Pedersen. And number 5, Ryan Shea. On the right side, defensively, the uh, Penguins would go with number 58, Chris Letang. Number 65, Eric Carlson. And replacing Pierre Oliver Joseph uh, in the lineup as a healthy scratch, it would be number 2, Chad Ruedel. For Greg Con for Greg Conrin's uh, Anaheim Ducks, the forward lines include number eleven Trevor Zegris, number seventy-seven Frank Vetrano, number seventeen Alex Killorn, number forty-four Ross Johnson. Those are the left wingers. At center, number 91, Leo Carlson. Number 23, Mason McTavid. Number 14, Adam Henrique. And number 39, Sam Carrick. At right wing, number 19, Troy Terry. Number 16, Ryan Storm. Number 33, Jacob Silverberg. And number 20, Brett Leeson. Defensively, for the Ducks, it will be number four, Cam Fowler to the right, to the left, I should say. To the right, it will be number 60, Jackson Lecombe. Number 46, Ilya Labushkin on the right side in defensive line number two, Pavel M. For which is number 34 for the left side, and on the third defensive line, number five at Euro B. And uh, so I'm doing that just to keep things out of pronunciation control. There, hopefully, I get names right eventually. And the good thing is, is that we try. So, on the right side for the final defensive line, it will be number seven, Reduco Gudez. Goaltender, once again, for the Ducks, it would be John Gibson, number 36. Backed up by number one, Lucas Dostol. And with that being said, let's get right down in. Who are? Let's get right down into it. Into our game summary. But you know what? We're going to take a quick five and hear a word from Broadcast Map. So, right after this word from Broadcast Map, opening segment continues with our first feature of the day. Our three stars. 
Plus, it's our game breakdown. Didn't take too long, considering the fact that the final score of this game at Honda Center was Penguins 2, Ducks 0. Penguins win it 2 to nothing, And we continue right after this from Broadcast Map with our game breakdown and our three stars. Back after this from Broadcast Map. Looking for conversations on the world of broadcasting, sports media, and from time to time, my favorite sports teams? Listen to Broadcast Map with me, Ali Musa. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Broadcast Map Facebook page. Search Broadcast Map. Welcome back, everybody, to Penguins Post Game. Welcome back to a winning edition of Penguins Post Game. My name is Scott McGregor. Welcome back to just your traditional Penguins Post Game. A big konnichiwa. Welcome to all of you. So a big welcome to all of you listening in Japan, wherever you may be. Konnichiwa. We're so glad that you could join us, wherever you may be. And we're glad that you have given us a listen. Big welcome to all of you in Pittsburgh. Big welcome to all of you listening across the globe from Germany, Belgium, and wherever you may be. It's time for a wraparound opening segment here where we are going to add in our three stars of the game. Before we get to that, though, and before we get to... Actually, telling you the three stars. This is our game breakdown. We'll begin here with letting you know the referees and linesmen. Here at the Honda Center in Anaheim, California. The site of round two of two between the Penguins and the Ducks recently played on October 30th, 2023, a few days ago. Eight days ago, maybe nine days ago at the time of this recording, but eight days ago going into that game. 
All right. So your referees were Trevor Hansen and Brandon Schrader. Hopefully I'm saying that right. I apologize, Brandon, if I'm not. Trent Cornell and Mitch Hunt were your linesmen. And we are going to take this opportunity now to go to our scoring summary and penalty summary. Let's start right there at the penalty summary, actually. So the Penguins opened the penalty summary here at 2 minutes and 53 seconds in with Lars Eller getting called for tripping. His uh, one of his first penalties of the night, but then twelve minutes and forty and thirty four seconds later, Redim Zahorna gets a pass from Eric Carlson and Lars Eller to make it one one nil Penguins. Penguins one, Ducks zero. And this would be Zahorna's third goal of the season. Lars Eller, fourth assist of the season, fourth as a Penguin. Eric Carlson's making a name for himself being in the being with the Penguins here. Now Noel Achari thought he had game set match it, but the play was offside. We're gonna show you. We're gonna show you that in just a moment. Uh, anyways, uh, Eller, number four on the year for him, number seven on the year for Eric Carlson. After 20 minutes, Penguins are on top, one to nothing. Into the second period, the penalty summary includes at 10 13, 10, 10 minutes and 13 seconds. Ilya Labushkin going for tripping two minutes. Penguins would go to the power play. 10 minutes and 28 seconds in. A few seconds later, Yevgeny Malkin going to the box for two minutes, tripping the call. 13 minutes and 51 seconds in, Mason McTavich, two minutes holding the stick, is the call. And then Lars Eller at 16 minutes and 13 seconds, his second of penalty of the night is a two minutes for hooking call. No penalty summary in the third period, so let's move on. Because after 40 minutes, it's still Penguins 1, Ducks 0. And on that note, I also should let you guys know that Tristan Jari had to leave the hockey game in the second period so make room for mason sorry not mason mangus helberg helberg comes in 
and just like Tristan, is absolutely outstanding. All right. So the goal that does count makes it Penguins 2, Ducks 0, which would be the final tally. This one off the stick of the captain for number six on the year at 19 minutes and 40 seconds into the game, third period. Jake Gensel didn't score in this game, but scored a point. He scored his 10th assist of the season, Chris Latang. Sixth assist of the season there for Latanger for Tanger. Crosby with goal number six on the year. Now let's take you before we go to our uh, game stats of this breakdown because we've gone through our scoring summary and penalty summary. Let's take you to the goal that was called offside. Called in by those of the Bit Valley Sports Broadcast. Valley Sports Broadcast. We will show you that. The goal from Noel Achari that got called back. It's not our play of the game, but we're going to show it to you anyways. And the three stars, not exactly the way that the old 2-9er drew it up. But we will bring those up in just a few minutes. Carrick protects the puck as he takes a hit. Battle to the corner. Eller and Carlson. Leo go after it. In comes Zegras at center. Nobody home in black. And back come the Penguins with under a minute to go. Gensel hits the empty net. We have no uh, sound. We have no sound here, but uh, as you can see, it looks like a nice little save there from Halberg. Troll ahead. Everything set up for the one timer from Minchikov. Let's try that again here. Let's try that again here. We we ended up with no sound, but let's try that one more time. Carrick protects the puck as he takes a hit. Battle to the corner. Eller and Carlson. Leo go after it. In comes Zegras at center. Nobody home in black. And back come the Penguins with under a minute to go. Gensel hits the empty net. All right, we got no sound again. So you can see it here. A nice save here by Halberg. And then not much more later. Let's see if we get the words now. And Control they had everything set up for the one-timer from Minchikov. I don't know if that... So the play was deemed offside. 
and Noel Atari did not have his uh, first goal as a penguin. But it looked like it also could have been uh, another goal from Jake Gensel. All right. Last thing before we get to the game stats here, I want to show you. Uh, but unless you've already seen it, maybe you don't need to see it or hear it on this podcast, but I want to show it to you anyways. I want to show it to you anyways, anyways on this uh, podcast here. Even though this is an audio, um, want to show this to you here. This, I believe, probably will have... Oh, no, it's the same thing, Valley Sports. Let's go to... Let's go to the... Let's go now to our uh, Voices of Valley Sports. To show you what went down with uh, Tristan Jari. Of course, this is where Tristan had to leave the game. And it happened under a minute to go. Actually, under a minute 48 to go in the second period. Fowler sends it in. Pittsburgh, full strength. Ducks now 0 for 3 on the power play. They get one shot on that man advantage. Henrique digs it loose. Carlson, great pass, still loose. Henrique can't get it by Jari. Unbelievable. And I they're calling for a trainer off the Pittsburgh bench. The helmet came off for Tristan Jari, and he's going to skate to the bench. Did he take a puck up high after the mask came off? He's going straight to the locker room. room. Boy, we hope that Tristan Jari is okay. We've got a goaltending change coming up. Let's see what happened. What a chance for the Ducks. Carlson got it back into the middle. Yeah, he, he made contact with the hip of Adam Henrique with his head right there. And he was uncomfortable. In fact, that was an excuse me save that he made. Oh, yeah. That, that head kind of snapped back. And boy, that. Oh, boy. So just like those guys on Bali Sports. Uh, and, um, and the guys on Sportsnet Pittsburgh. We hope. That Tristan Jari is okay. Mangus Halberg had to come into play. But both of these guys, both of these dudes for the Penguins were absolutely, were absolutely, they were absolutely good. Tristan does indeed pick up the win. His record four and five 
right now. John Gibson is two and four. Game-winning goal goes to not a three-star, but it goes to Radim Zahorna, who had one of the Penguins' two goals, and that was early in the first period. Penguins finish this game as we go to our game stats now with 36 shots on goal, 8 hits, 35 faceoff wins. They are 0 for 2 on the power play. They spent 6 minutes in the penalty box. They blocked 14 of Anaheim's 32 shots. They took the puck away from the duck 10 times. They gave the puck away to Anaheim four times as well. The Anaheim Ducks, however, as I mentioned, their shots on goal, their total shots on goal, 32 shots on goal, all stopped by Tristan Jari, who stopped 21 before he had to leave the game and would not return. And then it was Mangus Helberg to the end. 14 of those 36 Penguin shots were blocked by Anaheim. Anaheim had eight hits in this game, 31 faceoff wins. They spent four minutes in the box. They, like Pittsburgh, find themselves zero for three, zero for two, the Penguins on the power play. Four minutes in the penalty box for the Ducks. They had given the puck away 10 times to Pittsburgh. And took it away just two more times than Pittsburgh did take it away from them. They took the puck away from Pittsburgh 12 times. And Pittsburgh took it away from Anaheim 10 times. Those are your game stats. So you know what time it is right now on our... Uh, conclusion now of our opening segment leading into our middle segment. You know what time it is. It's time for a introduction. It's time for an introduction. But you know what? That'll be coming up after a word from Take Another Look. Because we're going to take another quick five. And bring you to kick off the middle segment. We are going to bring you the three stars of the game. Plus, we don't do this 
We haven't done this in a while, but we're going to go ahead and hear from both sides of the ice. Given the fact that this is a 2-0 win for the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Pittsburgh Penguins uh, are recapped here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Our first feature of the night is coming up next. One thing we will do before we take our quick five and get ready for And we get ready for our three stars introduction and three stars of the game. One thing that we will do, one thing that we will be doing before we say goodbye for our quick five. The one thing that we will do before we send you for a quick five, courtesy of the Pittsburgh Penguins website and videos where you will be able to find where you will be able to find everything Pittsburgh Penguins as well as everything Anaheim Ducks at NHL.com slash team. Let's find out the bold penguin of the hockey game. Let's find out before we take our quick five. And I apologize for any of the, uh, for any of the dinging you might be hearing in the area. They're just trying to sneak their way into the show here. Yeah, that's, it's not going to happen here. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. That all being said, let's give you bold penguin of the game before we take our quick five. Uh, kill, great job, Z. Way to get us going, but Chopper coming in like that's not even good. Right. Guys, hello, win jars. Great job. Uh, let's build off this win and, and get on with Thursday. <laughs> there you go. There you go. The speech and the bold penguin of the game presented from the captain Sidney Crosby to the backup goaltender who came in.
for Tristan Jari and was absolutely stunning. Both Tristan and Mangus Helberg combined for a total of 32 shots stopped. None of which went in the net. None of which went in the back of the net. And of course, that will take us to a quick five. Back after this from Take Another Look. Don't go anywhere. Our features plus game pucks, including also a look around a busy Tuesday night in the NHL and a look towards a not-so-busy Wednesday night in the NHL. is on the way next but coming up next we will have shake of the game and the three stars which are next the introduction is next with our three stars as well and of course we will have the shake of the game following some media availability when we can get it to you. But immediately following, but immediately following the three stars, we will send you to our look around a busy Tuesday night on the ice. 10 games on the slate. So, yeah, I guess that's not too busy. But it is a busy night on the ice set. And wouldn't you know it, the losing streak is over. For the, for the Sharks, they come out on top, and we're going to discuss it. Right after the three stars, which are next after this word from Take Another Look. Penguins post game back right after this. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor. Let me just run that one more time here, but welcome back everybody to the studio here. Let me just run that one more time here. I pause that in the process of its going here. So let me run that one more time. Three stars, introduction. It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor. That's me, and welcome back, everybody, to 
Penguins postgame. Welcome back to our second and our final. Yeah. Oh, yeah. These two teams only play twice a year. They don't play three, four times a year. But you know what? You got to get these wins in. So, uh, Penguins avoid the sweep of the Ducks. And they take this one 2-0. to zero. Let's get down to our three stars of this game. Coming up after our look around the NHL, we've got our shake of the game, our player of the game, and our play of the game coming up as well probably before we hit the final segment or as we hit the final segment. But let's talk here on our middle segment of three stars. So here we go with our third star. No goals, no assists, uh, no plus minus, but he worked hard enough to get on the three stars rank. It's number 19, Riley Smith. With 16 minutes and 30 seconds of total ice time. Also with no goals, no assists, and plus minus. So zero everywhere. But a total ice time of 18 minutes and 24 seconds. It's number 71, Evgeny Malkin. Almost, almost everybody, almost and almost everybody. On the Penguins have the star here, but your third, but your first star is number thirty-six goaltender of the Anaheim Ducks. Thirty-four save, gave up one goal. With uh, Crosby's being an empty netter, and a save percentage of nine seventy-one. It's John Gibson, Johnny Gibson. John Gibson, Evgeny Malkin, and Riley Smith are your three stars of the game. Three stars if this went all Penguins' favor, which it did. But if the Ducks didn't get a guy on there, I would have gone with Sidney Crosby as my third star. Uh, I think I went back to, uh, oh yeah, I went right back to the Penguins. Uh, I went back, I went over to the Penguins uh, schedule here. Give me one second to get back up there. All right, there we go. If this went in Pittsburgh's favor, which it did, but if it went opposite way, my three star would be Sidney Crosby, my third star. My second star would be Redeem Zahorna, getting the one goal there. And then my first star, just like the old two niner, I gotta go with the goaltenders. So my first star would be Kristen Jari and Mangus Hallberg. So you get two. For the price of one. If this went in Anaheim's favor, even if they didn't use their 
backup in Lucas Donstol, which they didn't use in this game, I would have gone. I would have gone with my first star, John Gibson, who is first star of this game. Uh, I would have done Riduko Gudez and Cam Fowler as my third and second star. Those are my stars of the game. And with that being said, it's time on the middle segment. Before we get to our shake of the game, teacher, for it is time before we get to our shake of the game, teacher, for our look around the NHL. We begin here with uh, we begin here with going into Arizona where the Seattle Kraken would fall 4 to 3 after quite an interesting game that would remain tied at 3-3 after extra time in overtime I talked about it before we took a break and we're talking about it now. The losing streak for the Sharks is over. They defeat the Philadelphia Flyers despite being outshot by the Flyers. Two to one to grab their first victory. Yes, I said their first victory. In regulation time. And first victory. Of the year. They beat the Flyers 2-1. to one In the Shark Tank. To grab their first win. Of the year. This is something big to talk about. This is something big to talk about fans. This is something big. Finally, the Sharks, like every other team, have a win. And they avoid setting a record, losing 12 straight games. So technically, in their 12th game, no matter how you slice it, they were on a 11 game losing streak with a record going into the Flyers game of 0 10 and 1 they come out of the game with a record of 1 10 and 1 so they're still struggling, but they finally have a W. They finally have a W in 2023 2024. You had to know it was coming. Other finals include five, 
Uh, three, two. Hurricanes over Sabres in Carolina. In overtime. 5-3 final in Montreal as the as the Tampa Bay the Tampa Bay Lightning defeat the Montreal Canadiens 5-3. The Minnesota Wild beat the New York Islanders 4-2 in Long Island. Another 5-3 final in the Big Apple. It's the Rangers on top of the Red Wings 5-3. The Colorado Avalanche beat the New Jersey Devils 6-3. And the Calgary Flames on top of the Nashville Predators 5-2 the final Blues and Jets. And uh, <clears throat> of course, our final to wrap it up here, our final score off of that 10 game Tuesday night action Penguins 2, Ducks 0. Penguins with the only shutout on a Tuesday night of busy, busy hockey. Busy, busy hockey. Busy, 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 busy hockey on Tuesday night. All right. In the final segment, when we look ahead to the Penguins' next opponent, which will be Thursday night at Crypto.com Arena. As we look forward to that, In the final segment, we'll give you our attendance record. We'll look ahead to today's three games on top, including the Senators and the Maple Leafs. The Kings and the Golden Knights. And the Panthers and the Capitals. We'll look ahead to that. in the final segment, but right now, with our look ahead to that still to come, you're in our middle segment. It is time. It is time. For another introduction. This introduction brings us 
two, yes, that's right, two players are going to get a shake of the game in this edition of the shake of the game. Let's get that going for you before we take a break and hear a word from On the Ice and Behind the Benches. The Shake of the Game is inspired by number 59 of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel, and his Milkshake Factory ad. Remember, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, whenever Jake scores, despite the outcome of the hockey game, you receive half of Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory at your local Pittsburgh Penguins at Milkshake Factory dealers the day after the game. Just mention this offer at checkout and keep your eyes on the puck during every Penguins game because when Jake scores, next day, you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory. Now, back to the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. That's me. It's time for the shake of the game. And after the shake of the game, we will return. Give you some. Give you our play of the game. We'll give you. Our player of the game. And we will give you game pucks of the game. That's still to come. Before we get to our shake of the game, though. And as I mentioned, we are going to hear from the players. And we're going to hear just from the head coach of the Penguins. Before we get to that, as I just did it again, I went to uh, the Anaheim side this time. Let me set that back up. We're going to remind you of the notable scratches player of players who did not play in this game. The Penguins did not play John Ludwig. They did not play Pierre Oliver Joseph, and they did not play Jeff Carter. The Anaheim Ducks did not play Christian Lunaire, Lunaire, Max Jones, and Bo Bruch. Hopefully I'm saying that right. I apologize if I'm not. Our first recipient of a shake of the game on the Anaheim Ducks to Players from each team are going to get a shake of the game in this one, a reminder. So from the Anaheim Ducks, the two recipients, and because it's each, it's four people are getting shake of the game, two each from one team. The first shake of the game is going to go to John Gibson, gave up one goal against, made 34 saves off of 35 shots. Because the 36 shot was an empty net goal. 
played 58 minutes. Save percentage, 971. And we are going to give our second shake of the game to Mason McTavid. Minus one, zero goals, zero assists. Uh, two minutes spent in the penalty box for Mason McTavid. Four shots on goal, I should say. Yep, four shots on goal for Mason. Uh, no hits. No blocks. 18 minutes and 36 seconds of total ice time. He did not give the puck away once. He gave it, he actually took it away twice. So Mason McTavich and John Gibson are the recipients for Anaheim or Pittsburgh. I mean, do I really have to, do I really have to give shake of the game to a player? We're going to do exactly what we did with our first star if it went all in Penguin's favor, which it did. But John Gibson got a, th got a three star. He got the first star of the three stars of the game. So we're going to do exactly what the old 2-9er Phil Borg did, but we're going to do it for the shake of the game. Shout out to you, Phil. Enjoy, I enjoy the content that you guys and Steve Mears are putting together on the X at 105.9, the official home of the Pittsburgh Penguins. And interestingly enough, In honor of you, of course, I'm not I'm not saying this on your behalf. I'll say this on my behalf. The shake of the game, which is inspired by the Penguins forward number 59, Jake Gensel, and his Milkshake Factory ad with the Milkshake Factory. Every game Jake scores, you score. Half off Jake Shake at the Milkshake Factory. It's a it's a chocolate shake mixed with brownies and hot fudge, topped with chocolate number fifty nine. And of course, the Milkshake Factory is the official milkshake of the Pittsburgh Penguins. That shake of the game, though, is going to Mangus Halberg and Tristan Jari. They combine to stop all 32 shots of the Anaheim Ducks. Tristan Jari stopped 21 shots before he had to leave and played 38 minutes of hockey. We hope that he's all right. Mangus Hallberg stopped 11 shots that he faced. All 11 shots that he faced in the 21 minutes he played. 
So the goaltenders for the Penguins, Mangus Halberg and Tristan Jari, get the shake of the game today. For the Penguins, it's John Gibson and Mason McTavish for the Ducks with the shake of the game. Now let's get to our play of the game. And honestly, I gotta I gotta go to the I gotta go to the empty net goal by Sidney Crosby to get the two zero lead right back after an inexcusable play by Jake Gensel. He was offside. And we are going to hear just from Mike Sullivan. We've got Sidney Crosby. Uh, and I do want to hear, I do want to hear from Mangus Halberg. So we will hear from Mangus. We will hear from Crosby. We will hear from Sullivan. We will hear uh, on Anaheim's side. We will hear from Alex Kilhorn and Sam Carrick. If you want to check out, Greg Con Greg Connery's uh, uh, post game show, post game media availability. You can check that out at the link in the description of the episode. And we will bring that to you in a few minutes after we take a word from on the ice. And behind the benches. But I will let you guys know. That that is still to come. And you know what? Taking us out. Taking us to break. Let's take us to break. Hearing from the man himself. The head coach of your Pittsburgh Penguins. In Mike Sullivan. Let's take ourselves to break and are on the ice and behind the benches word. With hearing from the man himself, Mr. Mike Sullivan. Here's what Mike had to say after. The hockey game. Uh, just that he's being evaluated. Yeah, it's. I think it's terrific. You know, he's such a great. He's such a great guy. You know, he's he works hard. He's he brings so much positive energy to our team. And uh, when he comes in like that, makes a couple of timely saves for us. Uh, everybody gets gets pumped up for him. So I know his teammates were excited. We're certainly excited for him. It's great for a guy like that. Well, it's real important. You know, the, I, I think just depth at that position is critical uh, to having success in this league. And, you know, we already have one guy that, that we left at home that, that's, uh, that's injured right now. And then when Tristan goes down and Magnus has to go in and, uh, but we're confident, you know, that he can.
can go in and get the get the job done as he showed tonight. Well, you just got to keep playing, right? It's uh, you know, there's there's nothing you can do about it. It's um, you know, I got I got to look at it again. I think Jake Jake might have thought that uh, that Cookie didn't have a, a lane to the to the empty net, and so. Um, I just think we did. What I loved about our third period was I, I just thought we competed hard. I thought we defended well. Um, you know, we had numbers back. We were above the puck. We made much different game than when you played them last week. I thought more of a low event game, as you would say. Was that part of the plan coming into credit? Well, I, I thought the game we played in Pittsburgh actually we controlled a lot more of the game. Um, you know, we had. We had significant amount of grade A scoring chances in that game. Uh, so, it, you know that that was a, that was a game that just escaped us. You know, I thought we deserved a better fate than that one, but but we didn't get the two points. And uh, I thought tonight was, uh, you know, I thought it was a more evenly matched game. There were some chances on both sides, uh, but there there wasn't a lot of room out there. You know. Uh, but I was, you know, I was happy with our, with our, I think our patience uh, that we didn't, we didn't open it up. We just, we just took what the game gave us, and uh, if plays weren't there to be made, then we got pucks deep and we stayed above the puck. Mike, uh, same one to the dressing room in the first period. Just a couple of seconds was that part of the thing? Or yeah. Mike Sullivan, everybody. And with that, we are going to take a quick five and come right back with you for one final segment, play of the game, game puck, player of the game, Sid. Mangus, Alex, and Sam still to come. When we return to Penguins post game, right after this, from on the ice and behind the benches, and a word from our sports for beginners. Studios. Don't go anywhere. We're back after this break for lots more as we put a bow on penguins and ducks. The Penguins win it in Anaheim. The Ducks won it in Pittsburgh. Will these teams meet again? We don't know. One thing we do know is that win or lose, you got to move on to the next one. And for the Penguins, that next one is Los Angeles. We tee that up 
at the conclusion of our final segment. It's all coming up right after this. Don't go nowhere. Looking for a good hockey podcast that covers your favorite hockey teams and mine? Check out On the Ice and Behind the Benches, where we chat about our favorite hockey teams from puck drop to the last play of the action. To learn more, follow the On the Ice and Behind the Benches Facebook page, search On the Ice and Behind the Benches. Looking for good sports conversations, sports media, and important topics for athletes and fans alike, and at times, my favorite sports teams? Check out Sports for Beginners with me, Scott McGregor, where we will break down all of the action. To learn more about the podcast, like the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners. Welcome back, everybody, to Penguins post game. Before we get to our play of the game and our player of the game for the final segment here, let's hear right now from Mangus Halberg. Yeah, obviously, you worried about him first off. You know, he's a great friend. He had a really good game as well, but you know you don't have to think that much. You just have to jump in and and do your thing. So no, I'm really happy we we pulled the wins. Uh, no, I mean, you know, obviously it's there's pressure on the level. Whether you go in when your team is down a couple of goals or if it goes like this, you know, you, I just have to try to come up big for, for the team. Uh, I thought they did a really good job in front of me communicating, letting me see the puck. So, uh, no, kudos to the team uh, for helping out. Yeah. Uh, no, I just... Uh, Try to not get ahead of myself, you know, it's a kind of thing to, to let the puck come to me. I can just try to do my part. Um, but, of course, it was nice to to get going like that for one minute, then come in and regroup a little bit. But, no, you just have to play what, what they give you, and that's what I try to do. <laughs> yeah. This was pretty hard. Yeah, I mean, I just try to be in the right position and, and don't overwork. Uh, I know I'm a, I'm a big guy back there, and I think uh, 
lately I've been feeling really good in practice, doing some good work with, with Kiko, the goalie coach. You know, I'm just a small part of the team, and of course, uh, sometimes you start the game, and sometimes you jump in like this. But you know, I'm, uh, you know, they they communicated really well. They let talk, and I mean, we, I think we re we really played a good game. Um, maybe a little slow start, but then I think we got really good in the second, and third. So, you know, you got to play the full game. So, go on. Oh yeah, I'm. Uh, Obviously, I'm I'm playing hockey to to play games as well. Uh, so no, of course, uh, if they tell me to to keep playing here, I'm I'm up for it. Now, isn't that something? I thought we might. I don't think I thought I'd ever hear. But isn't that something? Let me just play that one more time. At the closing of this. So this is. Uh, after. Mangus said. That he is happy. With how the Penguins played on Tuesday night. Yeah Tuesday night. So let me share the screen again. And let's hear that again. Oh yeah, I'm uh, obviously uh, I'm I'm playing hockey to to play games as well. Uh, so no, of course, uh, if they tell me to to keep playing here, I'm I'm up for it. Wow, I never thought we would hear. If uh, the Penguins tell me to keep playing here, I'm up for it. Sure, for sure. I mean. Mangus, hearing that, I'm like, can we keep this guy around? Obviously, we got to deal with contracts and things like that, but I mean, could you find a way to keep this guy around? All right. Sid is next for the Penguins. But before we get to Sid, and before we get to Alex Kilhorn and Sam Carteret. We bring to you our play of the game. And our play of the game, let me actually just make sure that we pause uh, Sid. And Alex, we'll get to Alex after we hear from Sid.
and we're going to get two we're going to get to both of them in just a moment but first time for our play of the game and our play of the game comes to us You know what? I got to You know what? I said my I said the play of the game was going to be Sid, but you know what? No. No, I, I got to agree with Redeem Zahorna. I got to agree with the alternator on this. I, I got to agree. I really do. So, here it is, your play of the game for Ducks and Penguins. Courtesy of the guys who called it on the Anaheim Ducks broadcast, Bowley Sport. Your play of the game from the first period and your GWG winner, your game winning goal winner. Before Sidney Crosby sealed the deal after the no goal call. They play on Zahorna, coughs it up, and it's tipped to center ice. Terry trying to take away space for Carlson. Zahorna cuts back, throws it across the line on the right wing. Eller comes in closer, let it go. Gibson made the stop, they score. Zahorna throws it in off the Anaheim netminder from below the goal. of a miscommunication here. There you go, everybody. Your play of the game. But let's continue listening in here. Uh, let's go back just a little bit here. After the goal here. A little bit of a miscommunication here as Pittsburgh enters the zone. And you could see no pressure really being put on. Penguin forward Eller and it leads to kind of a broken play where the puck goes off the skate of Fowler behind the net and then it's just chopped back out to the front and it goes off the right leg of John Gibson and trickles through the five hole over the line. So we noticed there were a little bit more of those uh pesky interruptions there, pesky pauses. But there you go. There's your play of the game. Player of the game is coming up. And we will also bring to you the game pucks of the game. But right now, before we actually get to the player of the game, Let's go over to the Anaheim side of the ice. And here, Alex Killorn. Alex Killorn. Speaking after his Anaheim Ducks debuted. 
We've done it a bunch of times against a bunch of different teams. Pretty impressive to see that kind of resiliency in this group, especially such a young group. Been trying to figure him out for a while, just watching him. And... Oh, hang on. Let me let me share the screen here for you so that you can actually see it. Um, so just give me one second here. Oh, there we go. There we go. All right, let's try that again. Going down 2-0 to the Stanley Cup champions, best team in the league, in my opinion, Vegas Golden Knights, and to show resiliency and to come back. And we've done it a bunch of times against a bunch of different teams. It's pretty impressive to see that kind of resiliency in this group, especially such a young group. I've been trying to figure him out for a while, just watching him. And um, he's got that, like you said, clutch gene whenever, you know, he need, he, whenever he gets the puck in, in a big-time moment, it seems like he scores or makes a big play. Um, tough to teach that. So when you have that at a young age, it's pretty impressive. Your first game in six weeks, you kind of want to ease into it. But um, after the first period, I, I kind of got my legs a little bit. And it's always tough when you take that much time off. But I was happy to chip in any way I can. Obviously, you know, I know I'll be a part of the, the PK and the power play. So to be involved this early was great. There is Alex Killorn on that note on sharing my screen for the moment. And up next for people to hear from. I I kind of do want to hear from the coach of the Ducks, but we're not going to do that. But up next from the Ducks, it's Sam Carrick. Before we get to him, though, let's hear from the captain of the Pittsburgh Penguins. And before we hear from Captain Sidney Crosby, Let's give you our player of the game. Tonight's player of the game, even though we record this here on a Wednesday morning, once again, I've done it again. I got to stop doing this, especially when we're recording. I got to bring it back here now. Everything is there. Good, good, good. My player of the game is actually going to go to Mangus Halberg. Halberg, we heard from earlier. And you know what? Let's let's be some let, let's be respectful of everybody here. So, player of the game for the Anaheim Ducks. I thought, uh, I thought, even though I was actually listening to this on the radio, uh, on the uh, Penguins radio network, I thought that uh, despite 
four shots on goal from Mason McTavish, uh, and four shots on goal. from Brett Leeson. I thought long and hard about this, but I'm sorry, I gotta go to Mason McTavid. McTavid and Mangus Helberg are your players of the game. Game ball... Game pucks, I should say, not game balls. Game pucks are next. But first, let's hear from the captain. Let's hear from Sam. And we are going to wrap up from there with our look ahead to the games on tap for Today, I should say tonight. On the ice. In the NHL, only three games on tap. And we are gonna hear we're gonna get to those games that I mentioned in the segment to wrap up middle, which began with our three stars that wrapped up the opening segment, but it began in full when we did our shake of the game. So let's get down to Sid, let's get down to Sam. And you know what? You know what? Let's hear from Zahorna and the coach of the Anaheim Ducks. First, let's hear right now. We're turning our attention to the captain of your Pittsburgh Penguins. Sid, the floor is yours. Try that again. Reminder, Penguins' next hockey game is Thursday night. Reminder, the next Penguins hockey game Reminder, next Penguins hockey game is Thursday night in L.A. Penguins looking for the sweep of their three-game road trip. And we're waiting for Sid here to load up here. So we're going to have to go through an ad again. We'll let this ad run and then I will share my screen. All right, let's 
See what we got? Okay, there we go. There's it. There's it. There we go. Now, let's try that again. Sid. Sidney Crosby, the floor is now yours. Yeah, so, I know it's got to learn. I mean, that's that was a weird one against them. You don't see that happen very often. Um, you know, I thought we did a pretty good job with the lead of not sitting back, but also, uh, you know, that, but that was. Yeah, it's really difficult. Charles is doing a great job. Kind of a weird thing that happens, and he comes in uh, a tight game, a lot of pressure. So. Thought he handled it well, made some, some key saves to the game. Especially, you know, they're a team that's playing really well. They've they've got some depth for both goalies to be a part of it and play the way they did. And I think the main thing was is you know the the first probably wasn't our best, but you know we didn't beat ourselves, so that's uh, that's what good teams do. And hopefully, you know, we can build off this one. All right. That's Sidney Crosby. Next up, Radim Zahorna. But first, and we'll actually make sure that we get to Zahorna. But first up, let's go to the Anaheim side of the ice. And here right now, from Oh my. So the Ducks did not actually speak to the media after the game. They did not speak to the media after the hockey game in Anaheim. They did not speak to the media. So what you heard when we brought when we brought you uh, Alex Gilorn, that was his debut in their 4-2 win over in their 4-2 win over the Vegas Golden Knights. So with that being said, we are not going to hear from Sam Carrick. But we will hear from Redeem Zahorna. So let's go right to Redeem. As the Penguins did speak 
after the game. Nothing to do pretty much with the the Anaheim Ducks, but you did hear a post game from the Vegas game from Alex Kalorn. His debut, the Ducks did not speak to the media after the game against Pittsburgh on November 7th which was yesterday, last night in Anaheim. And that's fine. We'll just continue hearing from the Penguin side. And up next, before we get to game pucks of the game, It's Redeem Zahorna time. It's Big Z time. Speaking of Big Z, I want to give him a game puck of the game. Four uh, four guys. Sorry. Yeah, four guys are going to get game pucks. Two on each side. Just like for the shake of the game. And the first one for the Penguins is going to go to a man we're about to hear from right now, Radim Zahorna. Zahorna, the floor is yours. Can you hear me? Can you hear me, buddy? Yeah, it was great. You know, it was it was a second second game for us, and uh, it's unbelievable all, all night. And uh, yeah, I'm so happy for him. Yeah, like our first period wasn't that good. Like second and third, we were think we were a better team. And uh, yeah, we played a game like Chibi and uh, yeah, we were good in decent. Looks like space. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I see, I see it coming. Like, I just went to bag, kind of like, yeah. but I'm sure he's all cool. Redeem the Horner, all right. So, we did have a little bit of an ad there. We'll just cut that out for you to get to uh, Redeem. But there you go, there are the people to hear from. And with that being said, let's get to our second recipient of a game puck of the game. And once again, we go to the goaltenders. This one going to go to Tristan Jari. So the Penguins have Redim Zahorna and Tristan Jari getting game pucks of the game. John Gibson's getting one for the Ducks. with. Also getting a game puck of the game. Brett Leeson. Leeson was on the ice for 12 minutes and 44, 45 seconds, I should say. 
He had one block, two hits, did not go to the penalty box. He had four shots on goal, uh, no plus minus, no apples or assists rather, and no goals, no giveaways and no takeaways as well. Alrighty. Attendance record is on the horizon, but first. Time to look ahead. It's time, time, time now to look, look ahead. Okay, I don't really have an introduction there. I just tried to do that myself there. So for the Penguins, for the remainder of November, they do not play another late game. But their final late game of November and of, or, but not of the season, only of November, but and of their road trip is 10.30 p.m. Eastern against the Los Angeles Kings. You can see it on Sportsnet and Sportsnet 1. You can hear it on the Los Angeles Kings broadcast on TV in Los Angeles. You can hear it also on their radio network and on their SiriusXM channel. Same thing for the Penguins. You can also listen to the Penguins radio network on the Penguins app or through the iHeartRadio app. Pre-game coverage beginning at 9.30 Eastern, 8 30 Pacific for a 10 p.m. Sorry, 10 30 p.m. Puck drop 10 30 p.m. Eastern puck drop in Los Angeles at crypto.com arena. Then the Pens return home for one night only. A 7.30 p.m. start in Pittsburgh. See it on Sportsnet Plus on Saturday, November 11th. Penguins versus Sabres on Saturday, November the 11th. That's this Saturday, Remembrance Day. We will set that up for you at the conclusion of episode 35 of Sports for Beginners, the podcast, which will be, yet again, another Penguins postgame, Kings versus Penguins, it's a Penguins postgame, coming your way on Friday, right after the game, on the night after the game, so we hope that you will join us for that. 
We hope that you will join us for episode 35 of season number two of Sports for Beginners and another season edition of Penguin Postgame. Getting going on a record of Friday, right after the Thursday game. On Thursday evening. More more there for the Penguins in their 82-game stretch with 11 games in the books. And as we speak here, they're playing game number 12 on Thursday night. So until then, they have 71 games to go. But by the time we have played the game in Los Angeles, we have only 70 games of this 82-game season to go. 70 games of this 82-game season to go coming up after we've played in Los Angeles. Between the Penguins and the Kings. Sabres and the Penguins play at at PPG Paints Arena at 7.30 on on Remembrance Day, November 11th. At 7 p.m. on Tuesday, the Penguins are at the Columbus Blue Jackets, home to the New Jersey Devils on Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern on both times for those for those puck drops on Tuesday and Thursday night. This one in Pittsburgh. At Carolina on Saturday as part of a back-to-back, 7 p.m. Eastern. And then Sunday, November 19th, Penguins are home before they welcome in before they welcome in the New York Rangers Wednesday, November 22nd for a 7 p.m. puck drop. They are home to the Vegas Golden Knights Sunday night at 6 p.m. Eastern. Puck drop in Pittsburgh. 6 p.m. Eastern. Speaking of which, for the Buffalo Sabres in Buffalo on Friday, November 24th. And guess what? Just two Saturdays from Saturday, November 25th. It's the Penguins. It's the Maple Leaf. From PPG Paints Arena. At 7 p.m. At 8 p.m., the Penguins wrap up November with at 8 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday, November 28th, a showdown in Smashville against the Predators. Then on Thursday, November 30th, they are in Tampa Bay, 7 p.m. puck drop 
Eastern time. I guess you could classify 8 p.m. as late night. And then basically after the lightning, before we face the lightning on Wednesday, December 6th at 7 p.m. Eastern in Tampa Bay, the same area where the Tampa Bay lightning will end the Penguins' November schedule. We've got a home game in Pittsburgh. And then a road game in Philadelphia. Both games against the Flyers, 7 p.m. Eastern on Saturday, November, uh, December 2nd, excuse me. And then Monday, no, December 4th. Monday, December 4th. And we'll wrap up here with Friday, December 8th at the Florida Panthers, 7 p.m. puck drop. Before welcoming in on December the 12th, the Arizona Coyotes for a showdown at 7 p.m. in the Berg. Meanwhile, for the Ducks, they're done with the pen. They are done with the Pittsburgh Penguins. So for their remainder of November, they face the Flyers on Friday night, November 10th, at 10 p.m. Eastern. You can see it on Sportsnet Plus. Eight PM Eastern. It's a battle with the Sharks, a team that beat Philadelphia last night to grab their first win. Sunday, November the twelfth, eight PM Eastern. Tuesday, November fourteenth, eight PM Eastern. They play the Predators in Nashville. 9 p.m. Eastern against the Avalanche from Denver on Wednesday, November 15th. Friday, November 17th, 10 p.m. Eastern at home to the Florida Panthers. 8 p.m. Eastern on Sunday, November 19th, 8 p.m. Eastern, St. Louis. Kicking off a three-game homestand there with 8 p.m. Eastern on Sunday, 10 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday, the 22nd, against Montreal at 10 p.m. At 3.30 p.m. on Friday, November 24th, the Los Angeles Kings take on the Anaheim Ducks. Then the Ducks are on the road to Edmonton Sunday, November 26th, and then Tuesday, November 28th, 9 p.m. Eastern in Edmonton, at Edmonton, at the Oilers, at the Vancouver Canucks, 10 p.m. Eastern there. They wrap up November at home 
Thursday, November 30th, with a showdown with the Washington Capitals. Before a home and home series, I believe. Or rather, back-to-back, I should say. Saturday, November 2nd at 10 p.m. Eastern in Denver. Col- Sorry, not in Denver. In Anaheim against Den- against the Avalanche. Then back to Denver we go for Avalanche and Duck. Tuesday, December 5th. Thursday, December 7th. It's 8.30 p.m. against Connor Bedard and the Chicago Blackhawks. Sunday, November 10th, 8 p.m. Eastern versus the Winnipeg Jets. And Wednesday, we'll wrap it up there, 7.30 p.m. Eastern at the New York Islanders. At the New York Islanders, Wednesday, December 13th. And that is when we are going to bring to you, well, I want to bring to you the schedule of our sports for beginners, but basically there's only thing, there's only one thing, there's only one thing pretty much left to do, only one thing pretty much to do here, one program on our schedule right now. That is coming up, and that is Penguins and Kings, Friday, November, not November 8th, that is the, that will be the 10th, Friday, November the 10th, because tomorrow, it's Friday, or it's Thursday, November 9th, today, it's Wednesday, November 8th. And that is when we are recording Ducks and Penguins, a show that we are just about done. Yeah, we're just about done. Penguins and Ducks recap. We are just about done. Uh, Dolphins uh, bi-week content is going to be coming, but stay tuned to see if we get, if we will have an announcement for you. Uh, as to if that is still coming, if it's not coming, we will let you guys know. We will let everyone know if it is still coming, if not. But ladies and gentlemen, as the great Mike Lang would like to say, Elvis has just left the building. You know what that means? This is it. It's attendance time. Because this game has officially reached the station in front of 16,043 fans in attendance. At Honda Center in Anaheim, California. Next stop for the Penguins is Los Angeles. 
as they get ready to take on the Kings. Speaking of the Kings, we'll find out what their record is going into that game against Pittsburgh. After they play tonight against the 11 1 and 1 Vegas Golden Knights. Going into that game, the Kings record is 7 2 and 2. And that puck dropped on Sportsnet 360 at 10 p.m. Eastern. Most likely, it will be following Senators and Penguin. Sorry, not Penguins. Senators and Maple Leafs. It's the Battle of Ontario, and it re and it reunites tonight. At 7 p.m. Eastern on Sportsnet. It reignites tonight. It's the Maple Leafs versus the Senators. 7 p.m. Eastern tonight. On Sportsnet. Later, 30 minutes after 7 p.m., the 5-4-1 Capitals take on the 6-4-1 Carolina Panthers. At 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. 11 games on the slate on Thursday, but we only are getting you ready for Wednesday. So, with that being said, next up for the Penguins, one final game in their November schedule in a late night. Minus that game against the Nashville Predators at 8 p.m. Eastern in their schedule. That is coming up after the first meeting between the Maple Leafs and the Penguins. But the Penguins are off to a good start in November. They defeated the Sharks 10-2 on Saturday. Defeated the Anaheim Ducks. They win this one in Anaheim 2-0. And both Mangus Halberg and Tristan Jari combined for a 32-shot shutout, no, uh, and no, Tristan, nor 
Mangus get the shutout. But they combined for 32 shot shutout win. For the Penguins. And the Penguins will be looking for the sweep. In game 12. Of 82. When they play. The Los Angeles Kings. From Crypto.com Arena. I'll talk to you again on Friday. Following that game. Whether I tune into it. On the TV side or on the radio side, or after I've checked out the highlights. But that is when I'm going to talk to you next. It's episode 35 of season two. It's another season edition of Penguins Postgame. Speaking of which, at the end of the program, as we always like to do, I want to say that you've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. And I am your host, Scott McGregor, saying that it is not goodbye. It is until next time. And until then, Penguins fans, we will talk to you after the next Pens game. So long for now. Penguins win it 2-0. Off to Los Angeles to take on the King, who will be coming off a game regardless of the score. It's the Golden Knights taking on the Kings. And then the Kings got to get ready for Pittsburgh. On Thursday night. That'll do it. For. Penguins post game. As we always remind you. Like I said before. Like I said before. As we always remind you. It is never goodbye. It is. Always until next time. Outro music and outro message is next. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you Friday on Penguins Post Game, an episode 35 of season two. Penguins and Kings are the recap. And that comes your way Friday from Crypto.com Arena and, of course, in Mississauga and in Canada. It comes your way from the Sports for Beginners podcast studio on Friday. The game comes your way tomorrow night from Los Angeles at Crypto.com Arena. We'll talk to you again on Friday. Peace, everybody. Enjoy the hockey games and enjoy, if, you're, if you love the Leafs, enjoy 
the Battle of Ontario. It reads it reunites tonight in Toronto as the Senators pay a visit to Toronto. It's the Ottawa Senators versus the Toronto Maple Leaf tonight at seven. We'll talk to you on Friday after Penguins and Kings. Ladies and gentlemen, Elvis has just left the building. You've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Sports for Beginners Facebook page, search Sports for Beginners, or visit the official Sports for Beginners podcast website. Thanks for listening, and until next time, stay tuned. And remember that it is not goodbye, it is until next time. And you'd have to be here to believe it. Thank you so much for joining us on the Sports for Beginners post-game show production on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. Remember, Sports for Beginners fans, to join our host, Scott McGregor, every Fridays for your weekly dose of Friday episodes on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Hello, everyone. I am Thomas Roar Gregor, and today I'm going to be talking about an amazing man by the name of Jerry Howard. When I was growing up, I'd always loved to listen to the radio for music entertainment. But then one day, while we were driving home from a current event that my family had gone to go and watch, my dad turned the radio to what was called am radio on the car and as we were listening to a sports broadcast from sports fm 90 the fan it turned out to be the voice behind the sportscast was jerry howard who at the time was alongside tom cheek tom young and now the host of deep left field mike wilner and every night they would do something called a tip-top Taylor's player of the game, which eventually turned into a long-term program called Blue Jays Talk, or now known as Jays Talk. The very famous Jerry Howard had been with the Toronto Blue Jays since the iconic line from Tom Cheek back when Joe Carter was a part of the team hit a game-winning run that went something like this. Touch them all, Joe. You'll never hit a bigger home run in your life. And Jerry Howard would follow these iconic lines with a line like, like so, 
during the 2015 American wildcard game between the Blue Jays and the Texas Rangers going something like this. First pitch fly ball deep left field and there she goes and the Blue Jays are back in it with Jose Batista's iconic bat flip and we are back in the game Blue Jay fans but it didn't start out that way no see growing up Jerry Howard didn't start as a Canadian broadcaster for the radio and become a part of the Toronto Blue Jays organization for over 36 years since his last call was in 2018 with the Blue Jays. He started his calling baseball games, sports games, whatever the case was for broadcasting in America after graduating from education of St. Clair University. Jerry Howard is now retired and he is just over 76 years old with his family out in Edbrook after the 2018th final season call on the radio alongside the men I was just referring to, Tom Cheek, Tom Young, and of course, Mike Wilner, who is now the host of Deep Left Field. He is a happy man, and in an interview that I watched on YouTube, which is still available, check it out if you want, um, he said that he holds no regrets and thought he had a great career in baseball, both on the broadcast booth and off the broadcast booth from the radio. But one thing that I want to touch on before we close things out is he had this iconic line where he would address people as his friends, saying, Hello, friends. This is Jerry Howard, welcoming you to Blue Jays Baseball on the Sports That Radio Network. Both these lines from both Tom Cheek and Jerry Howard himself, whether it was the calls of the Blue Jays games, have made a tremendous impact on me, as has all the other Blue Jay broadcasters on TV like Jamie Campbell. But Jerry Howard's Hello Friends will forever remain a part of my heart in my and my love for the Blue Jays as baseball legacy, as his baseball legacy continues. Well, friends, this is it, it's been fun talking about Jerry Howard, and I wish we could do more. But uh, we are running out of time here, so thanks for listening. And until next time, I'll see you later.